Good afternoon and welcome to Community Focus at JJY. I'm Ken Thomas along with Tess Taylor. Today we're visiting with our friends from the city of Brainerd. We have Brainerd City Administrator Jennifer Bergman with us as well as Public Works Director and City Engineer Jesse Dean. And folks, welcome back to Community Focus. Thank, Good afternoon. Thanks for having us. We always appreciate it. Yeah. So Jennifer, maybe we'll start with you. Do sure. I understand there's some openings uh, for commissioner? There uh, are. Yeah. So, you know, every month we come here and we talk about all of the great things that are happening in the city of Brainerd. So we have a lot going on and the council really relies on our boards and commissions to help to lay that foundation. So we always encourage residents to get involved, have a voice in the future for, you know, at the city of Brainerd, where do you want your city to be in the future? So I just thought I'd start out by saying we have openings on boards and commissions and we would really encourage people to find their interest and maybe apply for a border commission we have the charter commission as you know the city of Brainerd is a charter city and that charter is what kind of sets our laws Um, library board Mm. Mm. rental dwelling license board of appeals our transportation advisory committee our economic development authority our parking commission and, a pl- and our planning commission as well. So if you're interested in being involved in any of these communities or committees, we'd really encourage you to go to the city's website under government, boards and commissions, and there's an application right there. It's very easy. We try to make it very easy for people to get involved with their local government. Otherwise, you can always call City Hall and we'd be happy to help you find the application fill out the application, but we just encourage people to get involved. Okay. Any prerequisite before we uh, apply? You know, you have to be a Brainerd resident, and that is about it. Okay. Yeah. And it's a volunteer position. Is there a certain time length that uh, that you hope they stay on this commission? So uh, there are terms for them. They are four or five year terms. It really depends on the commission. Okay. And all of them meet at varying times and okay. dates, but typically once a month. Okay. Usually, I'd say two hours once a month is the time commitment. That's cool. Yeah. All righty. Doable. All right. Jesse, a lot of construction going on. Where do you want to start? (laughs) Right. Well, we can start with North Brainerd's reconstruction project. Uh, That one's really been ramping up and uh, moving quite a bit. Uh, They're just wrapping up the water main and the utility construction, uh, really on that first phase on 3rd Street by the hospital, as well as the west end of Juniper. Um, you've already probably seen the new curb that's been getting placed over there, and uh, they're working on putting down concrete sidewalks earlier this week, too. So a lot of progress already in the last month. Um, so we're expecting to see the new gravel base and the new pavement to follow shortly afterwards. So uh, quite a bit of progress, at least in the first phase over there in the west end. Um, the second phase is going to follow shortly after. That's that segment of Juniper kind of adjacent to the park as well as South 6 going down, or North 6 going down to Washington Street. Mm-hmm. Um, so that'll be uh, shortly following, but they are making some really good progress so far. Um, but we have been putting out our uh, weekly construction updates on the What Cities website. If you go under engineering, you can always find that. Um, but if anybody ever has any specific questions about the project, you're always uh, always welcome to uh, contact us over at City Hall. Okay. And a video, Jesse. And videos. We we put out videos every week to just kind of do those weekly construction updates as well. I thought that was a little bit easier than reading a paragraph about it. Good visual. Yeah. yeah. Nice to have yeah. That. yeah. 
Very mm-hmm. nice. Now, a big construction project is that uh, Highway 25 bridge, right? Lucky we don't have to worry about that one. That one's more of a MnDOT project, which ah. is <laughs> good for them, uh, good for us, too. Uh, <laughs> obviously, that old bridge was uh, in, in dire need of replacement, so uh, they have been you know, cruising along on that as well. The old bridge is gone. Um, they're moving along with the, the new structure now. Um, the contractor's already working on the east side, the piling and the abutment there, so uh, that and the road building. So they're making some good progress themselves as well. Um, that detour is up currently, so if you haven't seen it already, the highway traffic should be using 210, South 6th, uh, D.C., County Road 117, um, using that access way. I know a lot of people find different ways to kind of get around it, but um, that's the sign detour. We really like people to, if you're using the highway, try and stick to those detour areas. Very good. Good. Now, uh, I think last time uh, you were here, we did talk about potholes, potholes. <laughs> and uh, that they they are a project in an in an to themselves, yeah. right? Yeah, no, we we're gonna probably be talking about potholes until the end of summer, I'm sure. Uh, <laughs> although we've been really working hard on it. Um, I was gonna say, there's been you can tell that they've been working, yeah. getting there. Yeah. The last few weeks, they've been continuing to hit potholes pretty hard as much as the materials lasted us um they've really been cleaning up the mess that winter's left us so mm-hmm. um we'll uh we'll continue to prioritize the largest potholes on kind of the busiest streets is how we've been doing it in the past uh, but we'll keep working out uh, most likely this week will be the end of the material that we have uh, and then we'll have to just wait until the uh, mixed plants and the patching uh, material plants open back up and we'll be able to continue our progress there uh, but if you notice that there's potholes out there that uh, we haven't addressed, uh, please let us know. Uh, contact city staff at City Hall. We can't be on every street every day. Mm-hmm. Uh, so sometimes we just rely on our residents to uh, let us know if there's any potholes that we may not know about. Be nice. Okay. Be nice. <laughs> Should have a top 10 most wanted potholes yeah. to fill <laughs> list just for fun. Yeah. Turn that into something. Yeah. Oh, my God. There's always plenty of them. <laughs> the other cleanup we're doing is street sweeping still, too. Yeah. Uh, another big uh, spring after winter cleanup stuff. Uh, they're still moving their way through the through town and getting on all the streets. Um, we'll, we'll continue to do it until we get through all of the streets in town and get all the areas addressed. Uh, but it is a good reminder that crews do perform street sweeping downtown in the downtown district every Wednesday morning. So mm-hmm. if you're parked down there, try and park in the parking lot on Wednesday mornings. Okay. To know. Once the uh, streets are cleaned and spring moves along, do you start painting some of the uh, intersections and crosswalks? Is that another project still to come? That that becomes our summer stuff. So. Yeah. Uh, Hopefully we can wrap up our spring things pretty quickly so we can move into our, our summer work, and including painting and freshening things up. It always looks a little bit nicer and uh, brighter when the, the new paint goes down. Mm-hmm. And those are kind of just your annual uh, projects, aren't they, every Absolutely. Year? Every year we have to be addressing something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. All right. Uh, Jennifer, let's talk about some, uh, I know you've talked about this before, but uh, properties, keeping them clean. There are city uh, codes, I believe, that cover this stuff. There are. So as long as we're talking about cleaning up, you heard Jesse (laughs) talk about cleaning up our streets. We used a lot of sand this year, so we are you know, diligently out there trying to get that sand off the streets. We also ask our property owners to do the same. Mm-hmm. Um, we are on a complaint-based only uh, code enforcement. So code enforcement is our city code that says what the standard is. And during spring, we start to get a lot of phone calls from mm-hmm. people after the snow has melted. Yeah. So we just encourage you to clean up your property. We don't like 
to get those calls. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so our, our goal always with code enforcement is just to get compliance. Um, we do have fines, but we really don't want to issue tickets and citations and fines. So just take a look around your property and, you know, pick up and think about what you might want your neighbor to do. So we would just encourage people to do that. And Jennifer, maybe there's some who are not able to get out and get that cleaned. Um, Is there a service or is there something you recommend that people do if they themselves just physically can't get out to do that kind of a thing or, you know, the amount of work that may need to go into it? What do you recommend that those folks do? So again, always call City Hall. You know, we can try to help connect you with programs that may be out there and may be available. So if you are struggling, call us and we'll try to point you in the right direction. Just so they know that that they're on top of it. Yep. Please. And that's the other thing. Mm -hmm. Just call. You know, stay stay in communication with us. Okay. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. It seems to me there was a, a group that would do snow shoveling in the winter. I wouldn't be surprised if there's a scout group or somebody that wouldn't do some yard cleanup if they were asked and we will do our best to find that group yeah so and if that group is listening contact the city yeah, please do <laughs> well, if, if your neighbor you know that they're having trouble there's nothing wrong with going over there and asking them and say hey can i yeah. help you out good yeah. point jesse yeah, good point very good. true yeah uh, Jesse, um, let's talk more about the uh, alcohol uh, rulings for the parks that uh, we've been talking about for a while now. Is they, have they been finalized? Coming up here, uh, speaking of city code, so uh, we're wrapping up the uh, ordinance revision that would revise a couple of the city codes with alcohol uh, sale and consumption. So on May 15th, the council is going to hold a public hearing on the new ordinance uh, that's going to propose to allow for sale and consumptions of alcohol in public uh, spaces and places. Uh, so right now, uh, the the current version of the ordinance, it, the sale would be uh, really limited to events within uh, parks, streets, uh, probably parking lots, et cetera, uh, things like that, um, that are provided really by a nonprofit organization. We really want uh, not everybody to just jump out there and do it. We want people that uh, have experience doing these types of events. Right. Okay. Um, some of the other restrictions that are included would be uh, some certain parks are prohibited, uh, and those events aren't going to be able to happen during organized youth activities. Obviously, with uh. just different types of use of the park, we don't want them to uh, conflict with each other. Right. Yeah. Um, if the event were to occur in a street, like uh, think street, va- street dance, fest. Yeah. yep, street fest, uh, the area would also have to be contained uh, with like fencing or something like that. We okay. would want to have them keep it. Beer contained garden. to us exactly yeah. right yeah. 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 okay uh, as for consumption that's going to be allowed at those events uh, that i mentioned there uh, it would also be allowed at many of the uh, public parks with maybe a half dozen exemptions uh, where consumption would also be prohibited at those those specific parks um, that's really in response to some of the discussions the council and the park board have had uh, regarding like adult softball camping at lum park uh, some other smaller events like a fa- family reunion, uh, being al- uh, able to allow them to uh, bring maybe small coolers or whatever for mm-hmm. their event, uh, however they feel appropriate. Uh, but again, there's going to be a public hearing to be held at the May 15th council meeting at 7:30. So if you want to um, speak up on that matter and uh, if you have opinions and thoughts on that, please uh, share them with the council at that time. Okay. Um, and then. Um, 
we have a new park, right, that uh, gets a new name. And tell us more about that. Well, it's it's wrapping up quick. Uh, our, our contractor is furiously putting on the finishing touches on that new park uh, over down by the Mississippi River and the high school football field. So uh, Lyman P. White Park is expected to be all wrapped up by the end of May. Um, so in celebration of the uh, completion, we're going to host a grand opening and ribbon-cutting event. Uh, that'll be on J- Saturday, June 3rd, between 11 and 4. Um, so outside of introducing the new park, we're going to make use of all the features and the facilities of that park. Uh, so we'll have two local bands at the amphitheater, Bruce Archer and Dos Guys, uh, a couple of our local bands that are going to be there. Um, the DNR is going to have their fisheries exhibit at the Learning Center Pavilion. Cool. Uh, the Mississippi Headwaters Board, they're going to have an info booth um, kind of with that connection to the river as well. Uh, we'll have Wonder Trek, Painted Turtle, Face Painting, uh, the Babinski Foundation with adoptable puppies and dogs. They're oh, all going to be there. <laughs> um, and then finally, because we were going to want people to be there for all the festivities, we're also going to have Krabby Dale's Barbecue and all fried up food vendors on site as well. Heck yeah. yeah. Uh, so it's going to be a, a big event with a lot of things for everybody to enjoy and experience while getting to know the new park. Yeah. And remind us again who Lyman P. White is. That is a, a good question. He actually donated the land to the city, um, and oh, wow. I, I would have to get back to you, Ken, and I could give you a whole history lesson on Lyman P. White, <laughs> um, but uh, the park was originally named uh, Lyman P. White Memorial Park, oh, and okay. the council wanted to honor that uh, donation of the land and the original name of that oh, park. Oh, neat. That's yeah. cool. That yeah, is cool. Know, yeah. yeah. Well, I can't wait. So if people were to go down there now, is it pretty much finished up? A lot of the, the hardscapes are. Uh, okay. They still have to bring in the sod and uh, finish up some of the landscaping, but it's it's really taken shape in the last handful of weeks. Well, that's cool. And I guess at this point we would ask people to not go there and let the contractors finish up the work. work. They are so close to being done. Mm-hmm. So, you know, what? soon. Yeah, but what a great addition to the city of Brainerd! It's huh? beautiful. If you have oh, cool. not been, if you have not driven by it, I would strongly encourage you just drive down East River Road and take a look and at look. that park. It's beautiful. Okay. Wow. All right. Almost can't wait, there. Almost can't wait there. for the grand opening Saturday, June third. Correct. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm. All right. All right. Well, uh, as always, folks, we want to say thank you for being here to talk about uh, the happenings in the city of Brainerd and. Uh, We'll look forward to seeing you again next month. Thank you. We always appreciate being here. (laughs) Thank you. Happy pothole filling. (laughs) (laughs) Our guests today, Jennifer Bergman, the Brainerd City Administrator, and Jesse Dean, who is the City Engineer and Public Works Director. I'm Ken Thomas, along with Tess Taylor. That is today's edition of Community Focus. Don't forget our Community Focus programs can be found anytime on our website. Go to 1067wjjy.com. You can always listen through our free downloadable app as well, and that is powered by Cuyuna Regional Medical Center.